Should I say? Should I say where? Should I say this is in your head or what? Oh, Hello, Donna. <laughs> what's, a good, what's a good title for a spooky show? Without your head. Without your head, alright. Without your head. There yeah. Alright, give me the countdown. Bonfires burning bright. Bumpy faces in the night. I remember Halloween. Dead cats hanging from poles. Little dead around in droves. Skeleton life is known. I remember Halloween this day. Anything goes. Burning bodies hanging from poles. I remember Halloween. Welcome to Without Your Head Horror Radio, and uh, we are joined tonight by Conrad Brooks. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Yeah. I go over all your movies, but there's just too many to go over. <laughs> well, that means I've been around, kid. I've been around. <laughs> Get me where? Well, 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 coast to coast. Ain't that great? Man, I love it. I love it already. <laughs> but probably oh, most people would, uh, they probably uh, think of you with uh, the Ed Wood films. Play nine from outer space. Yeah, playing nine, right? Well, Glenda, 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 Urge, which had a big fight scene with Ed Wood in some of Urge. Had a fight scene nine. in that one. A big fight scene, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Sinister Urge. Yeah, we did that actually. Uh, oh, let's see. Right after we did Colonel Glenda, parts of it anyway. Then it was completed later on by another company took over. Mm-hmm. They finally finished it up, you know. And are you surprised that... I, mean, I just uh, wonder, are you surprised that those movies are, like, so fondly remembered today? Well, it's about time. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think, time. Do you think that, like, uh, VHS tapes and DVD have uh, helped people, you know, like, uh, discover them? Oh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't, uh, put it this way, it doesn't hurt. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, publicity, good or bad, it's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's all right. Mm-hmm. You know. Definitely. Yeah, long, like, at least they, uh, yeah, it's all, I'm for it. It sounds good for me. I mean, at least I can look back and say, wow, is this what I did 50 years ago, 60 years <laughs> ago, whatever, you know. Can't believe it. I've been around a long time. Uh, were you friends with Ed Wood uh, before? Oh, yeah. Okay. Very, very close to Ed Wood. I met Ed back in 1948. Mm-hmm. And, 
48 figured out, man. It was a long time. And, uh, you know, it was from Poughkeepsie, New, uh, New York, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm from Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland. And, uh, you know, we went up to Hollywood. And, uh, and uh, we were together for a long time. And then, of course, we lost contact with each other because I came back east. And, uh, and then I finally went back to California back in 52. And, of course, the run day was, well, that was a miracle. I tell you, that was, that was a miracle, really. And, uh, you know, I, had, you know, met the guy in 48, and we kind of lost contact with each other around 49. And, yeah, like I say, in 52, uh, it's almost, uh, almost four, we didn't see it for almost three and a half years. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, when I'm back to Hollywood again, I'm, Came back to Maryland. Then my brother, my brother Henry, and I decided to go back again. You know, was saying, "Hey, geez, you know, go, go. you know, Hollywood was a very special place at that time. You know, mm-hmm. you meet a lot of strange people there, but it was, they were nice people. You know, everybody, they all want to be in showbiz. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, but anyway, it was a nice place, very nice place. It's, it's, I tell you, it's a different game now. It's, it's a strange. It's really a strange place." It's too much traffic, too many people there, and uh, so spread out. When you went out there, uh, did you want to be an actor, or did you want to uh, no. make movies? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Just went out and uh, had a couple of bucks and uh, wanted to see the world. Mm-hmm. I was drunk the Navy, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, no, we went by land, and... Uh, no, we just want to check it out, you know. Like, I'm going to stay there a couple of weeks. But once mm-hmm. we got there, well, we stayed a little bit longer. And then it sort of grows on you. And you get to meet people there, and, you, and you're there, you know. And of course, we got to New Wood for years. We were there for about a month or so. We got to New Wood, you know. So, mm-hmm. And uh, it was, uh, you know, he, he you know, um, no, we had no intentions, my brother and I, you know, we had we, I don't know, we just figured, you know, it's like, you know, the old, you know, the old hearsay was, you know, it's who you know, we didn't know anybody, you know, and, uh, but once we got there, we got to meet some show people, and, and, uh, they took a liking to you, and they, you know, once people get to know you, because a lot of people in those days, they, they would go to Hollywood and try to get in pictures, either as actors or writers or, or or or, uh, or hopefully to do something in a movie business with the carpenters or painters or uh, electricians, you know they try and, and you know there's rooms for just so many people and I guess after a while you know you know make it lot people leave you know it's kind of a, a big turnover and of course once people get to know you and you become friends they say ah, you don't want to go you don't want to go you'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> well, our friend Tex Crystal said that to us. He said, ah, you guys, we're talking about, well, we're going to be leaving Tex. Ah, you guys don't want to go. He says, you guys leave, you'll be back. <laughs> but I stayed two years, you know. And then, of course, after, and I left, and then I came back in 52. And uh, we just kind of got a little homesick, in other words. <laughs> and for friends like Ed Wood and Calgary Kid, Tex Crystal. And a couple of other guys that we got to know in showbiz there, you know. It was kind of a fun place. I thought I, 
that was a very special place. That's where that's where all the actors were. That's where they made mm-hmm. the great movies, you know, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. They had big stars, you know, Edward Edward G. Robinson. That was a magical place. It certainly was. You write about that. And uh, was that uh, Glenn or Glenda your first film? Oh no, no, I, I worked with the Bowie boys. I worked with Leo Gorsi, Hans Hall. Oh, did you really? Hans Hall and Leo Gorsi, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I did a thing called Flip Wings and Jalopy before oh, I worked with Big Boy. Uh, but I, I don't know, I, I, how I, I don't know, I wouldn't make me do it, but, uh, <laughs> oh, I knew the movie producer there and, um, uh, Brody, Bill Brody. His brother was Steve Brody, who was the president of Monogram Studios. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, I think I got to do some. I thought, well, I'll take a shot. Because everybody I knew was in the picture business. I thought, well, mm-hmm. well I should try, you know. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, didn't know if I was going to stay with it, but at least get my uh, tried out and uh, get my mug on the screen, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. then, of course, you know, with Ed Wood, and, uh, that first feature with Ed Wood, which was Glenda, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Edward told me, you know, four years prior to that, he's going to put me in pictures. But you know, I mean, what the hell? Everybody, everybody's going to put somebody in pictures. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, Ed uh, did say he was going to, and he kept his word. It was a very loyal guy, and he was a very sincere guy. And, you know, he just he was the right kind of a guy. He was good people. You know, mm-hmm. he's the kind of a guy you want to know. Yeah. I mean, for a, a reliable, true friend. That he was. And, um, you uh, know, since all you guys were like uh, friends, was it a, a fun place to be on, on the uh, film set? Uh, film. Repeat that on, again. Uh, was it a was it a fun place to be uh, on the set of the films when you were making them? Since everybody were everybody was. Friends? Well, it was an experience, you know, something new, you know, as a kid, you, you know, something new and exciting, you know, and you get to work on a set, you know, you know you're doing. Uh, what they tell you, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and you get to see, uh, like, you know, work with uh, Ed Wood and, and uh, other celebrities like Lugosi, you know, he was down. Yeah, right. He was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And I thought, geez, I never, never see fellow Lugosi. And uh, when we get ready to do Plano Blanda, um, we said, uh, so we've got Bella Lugosi. And we thought, oh, come on, you don't have Lugosi, you know. <laughs> you know, Lugosi was king, man, you know. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, young Lugosi. But, you know, Hollywood, you know, you know, years go by and, you know, you get older and, you know, there's the, no need for, you know, things change, you know. So it's, a, it's a young man's game, you know. And, mm-hmm. You know, Bill had done it doing Dracula, he was almost 50. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, and you know when he worked for Ed Wood and Glenn O'Brien, that was about fifty-two. That's you know, it's uh, twenty years later. You know. Yeah. 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 Have you uh, yeah. have you seen the Tim Burton film? Well, I was in it. it. Oh, bartender. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, man, I was the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> I made I made those fancy drinks. <laughs> I made those. Uh, what do you call it? Margaritas. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I like. That was Orson Welles' favorite drink. Margaritas. That's a good taste. Did any instances on that movie, like, uh, happen in real life? Like, what, in uh, 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 the Edward's film? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
You mean Johnny Depp? Yeah, was it was it an accurate portrayal? No, 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 no. No way, no. It was a nice film. Was it a film? I mean, everybody. I mean, I I liked it. I and you know, I was the bartender. I had one scene with Deb, and I said to him, "Can I get you anything else, kid?" He didn't say a word to me because he was depressed. He was sorry. He kind of sold movie scripts, so it was in a bar that evening. You know, it was just him and I. It was a beautiful little scene, you know. And uh, when I said, don't forget anything else, kid, he didn't say a word. He just kind of backed off, put his sunglasses on, had a little change on a, on a bar, and he steps out of the scene. And the very next scene, he's Bella Lugosi, kind of mm-hmm. trying out for a casket. And, and the, 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 the shocker was, there's a guy portrays me, the guy who assaults Bella Lugosi. And they're doing the film, Leno Blander. He mm-hmm. says to Bella, a guy named Hinckley. Very good actor. Very good actor. I'll tell you right now, this kid should have won the Academy Award for portraying Conrad Brooks. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. It was terrific. Yeah, Brent, Brent Hinckley. Yeah, it's Brent, yeah. yeah. And so he's the guy who says to Bella, he said, I saw him in the film with Karloff. And Bella said, sidekick. Is that dirty limey? <laughs> oh, that was a classic lie. But he got all upset, Bella Lugosi. But real life, that really didn't happen. So mm-hmm. that's number one. That did not happen. And number two, Lugosi didn't go around using profanity like the movie put on, you know. Yeah. Uh, I guess, you know, they, they, uh, you know, the movies, you know, they want to see a little sex. They want to hear some, some bad language, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's I guess they feel like getting the money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any like, good story from uh, any like good stories from meeting Bella Lugosi? Well, yeah, uh, see good stories. Well, let's see how good are they. <laughs> Bella, I know Bella was a very nice man. He was very pleasant. He was very nice to work with. He was only on about half a day on a set, you know. But he was, mm-hmm. but, but he was a he was a gentleman. You know, I mean, we spoke to you. He was, you know, he was a professional actor. You know. You know, he's, he's, you know, it's too bad the man was on his drugs, you know. But, uh, you know, you know, man was on drugs. That's, it's sad, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, because at the end when I saw Bella, I saw him was doing that film, The Black Sleep. I visited my friend Tor Johnson. And I like Tor. Tor is a really, really, my, a good friend of mine. They, you know, he's a sweet angel, you know, mm-hmm. wrestling fan. Yeah. Of course, he was in also in Plan 9. Mm-hmm. And I also did the other thing with him called uh, his last right. picture. Uh, the Beast of uh, Yaka Flats? Yeah, The Beast yeah. of Yaka yeah. Flats there, 1960 for Tony mm-hmm. Cardoso. We've seen that one. Yep. Did you read that? I'm in the very beginning. It's the credits are rolling. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. Okay. That's me right behind all of them. All them fancy uh, titles, you know, I'm right behind. I'm going to have to watch it again now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, the plane uh, lands, and I, I go out to the air, uh, airfield, and, uh, and these two agents ride in, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, they, and they started taking a pot shot. They started shooting at us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Me and Tor, well, Tor and I, by the plane, you know, we're sort of talking to each other, you know. And these guys right up, uh, these agents, you know, secret agents. And uh, they, they start shooting at me in tour, you know. 
and we kind of, you know, break up there. Yeah, so we got the very beginning there. Mm-hmm. Was uh, I, I was just going to ask quick, uh, was one of your current yeah. films, Jen Gal, was like the inspiration for that character, Tor Johnson? Yeah, because, you know, I, Tor, I like Tor, you know, I, mm. uh, I like Tor. Well, I tell you what it really inspired me uh, was a, um, I did a film about 12 years ago before I left Hollywood. I've been called um, Blood Slaves of Vampire Wolf. Mm-hmm. Did that movie, uh, and my friend was in it, a uh, guy named Miller, good friend of mine, and he, he was like, he, he, I mean, you know, he he was biggest tour, you know, and it, I was a good actor, stage actor, and him and I was with bird buddies, you know, and I always thought, geez, I want to put this guy in a movie, you know, he was stage, primarily a stage actor, I wanted to put this guy in a movie, but what I didn't know, but I did it, I appeared, I appeared in a documentary. And um, uh, for a guy named Caducci, uh, uh, I think his name was, we did a, a documentary, and we went down to Quality Studios. And uh, the studio, I mean, it was run down. I mean, I mean, ever since there was a, a small studio on the south south part of Los Angeles, uh, uh, I like to say south part of Hollywood. Uh, near Melrose and uh, uh, Melrose in Santa Monica Ballard, I said. Uh, and uh, anyway, that's what we did playing nine and also Vanna Blender. And so anyway, uh, when I went to this little studio, I mean, it's been shut down for years. I mean, it was, it, nobody used it anymore. Uh, and in the old days, it was, uh, you know, when there was a lot of movie making, I was, I was kind of, uh, you know, there a lot of exploitation films there. A lot, of, a lot of low budget films. So when I went to this this documentary, and um, and I'm, you know, it kind of brought back memories. You know, me doing playing nine, Ed Wood, and you know, it's like, man, you know, I'm back to the old place again. You know, I, you know, I got to think as a man, I've got to do something. You know, and um, and uh, when I went home, and it, I mean flash in my mind, you know, I'm going to make a movie there, you know. And that was it. Like Slaves of Vampire Wolf. And it was a place was actually empty, you know. And uh, they had a few props there from the old days, you know. And I was able to do the From the studio? Yeah, studio's still there. There's a few props there, not too much, you know. Backdrops were there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there was a few props there, you know. And and of course, it's been it's been like a, people uh, they they use it as a uh, what do you call it uh, um, what do you call it but uh, people sell things on weekends what do you call it oh like the flea market, flea market. yeah it was a flea market yeah, who knows what else it might have been a whorehouse who knows it was right next to that. Uh, Quality Studios called right next door was at uh, a hotel there, mm-hmm. and um, and that's been there for many years. The old hotel. I mean, uh, uh, you know, people, you know, you know, people, had, you know, down and out, you know, low, right. you know, uh, like a little bit like Skid Row, you know, run mm-hmm. down, you know. But anyway, the studio kind of went down. It's a shame. It's a nice little studio. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's uh, it was for, for mostly for independent companies, you know. Right. And they'd come in for a day or two, and 
Yeah, anyway, I went out to the and I did a movie, and I told him, I said, I'm going to do something, you know. And I, I did this little picture with him. And it came out very good, a very nice little film. And um, like I got in the studio there. Uh, well, we brought a few few props, and, you know, very few, you know. And uh, But I was able to utilize the uh, the, the catacombs that there, and, mm-hmm. and it's, they had like a little dungeon. And uh, oh, uh, whatever whatever was there, I utilized it. I took yeah. advantage, you know, the hallways and uh, and, the, and the doors, the big the big doors they had there. Um, Do you have any uh, memorabilia yourself? Do you collect like any memorabilia from any of the movies you've been in? Well, let's see. You mean? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't really know. I I've got a few things, really. I don't know what I've got, really. Mm-hmm. All I'm here is I. I did accumulate quite a few things, you know. And I still got a few things in storage, you know. Mm-hmm. And all these years since I came here to live in West Virginia, um, I left Hollywood about ten years ago. I didn't know, you know, where I was going to go, you know. And I love Baltimore. It's a great city, a great place, you know. But it's, it's, it's changed a lot, you know. It's not like the old days. You know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, Baltimore's a nice little town, and I like I like it and all that. But there was so, uh, I mean, it was a good town. It was a lot of action. It was like, to me, it was like little Las Vegas. Uh-huh. I knew all the showgirls. I knew all the uh, <laughs> all, all the hookers. All the uh, <laughs> you uh, can hook up John here. I knew all the what we call bookmakers and number writers. All the gangsters. <laughs> In those days, they would take your, they would steal from you, take your money. But today, the bastards, they shoot you, they mm. take your money. <laughs> That's <laughs> not no, you're right. You're right. One of our fans, oh, go on. Who? I was just saying, uh, one of our fans here, he wanted to know if uh, if you're going to be in the documentary about Vampira, Vampira. Am I going to be in a documentary? Yeah, they're they're making a, a documentary about about Vampira, and they're wondering if you had any uh, if you were going to be in it at all. Well, if they pay me, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about it. Oh, okay. Who's, you know who's doing it? Um, one of my guests talked about it. Um, I think uh, Ari Lehman was talking about. I don't know who's uh, making it. No, I'm not sure either. Hey, everybody's making movies. Mm-hmm. I know. Even you guys are going to be making a movie. <laughs> <laughs> give us, give us a run. It's all right. Everybody, you know, why, do it. Why not? What do you got to lose? Right. You know. And we can get Conrad Brooks in it. Well, you know, I'm ready. <laughs> Man, I'm star in our movie. You'll star in our of movie. Of There you go. Very good. Guys want an act. I'm always ready. Why not? Once an actor, always an actor. <laughs> I'm still learning to be an actor. That's what's nice about it. You always want to learn. You always want to, you know. That's what's what, I guess that's why I enjoy being in films because you meet different people, you know, mm-hmm. and you're working on different stories, and you know. And I love movies. You know, growing up as a kid, you know, I love westerns. I love westerns. You know, Ted Maynard, Hoot Gibson, Bob Steele. Um, um, and I used to enjoy westerns, you know, mm-hmm. especially movie serials, you know, mm-hmm. Girls of Nyoka and uh, uh, Green Orchard and 
the Dick Tracy series. Uh, those were great. I used to love going to the, for the movie serials, you know. And, uh, and I've got one, uh, one of the most exciting men in Hollywood, a guy named Ed, Ed, Eddie Polo. This guy was a king of the movie serials back in the, in the 20s. Mm-hmm. He made silent pictures. And I became wow. very good, very good friends. Yeah, poor Eddie Polo. Good, good guy. He was 90, in his 90s when he died, I think, 1991. Mm-hmm. This guy made like 40 ser- movie serials for Universal Studios. Broken Coin, Vanishing Dagger. Yeah, I met some nice, very nice people there in Hollywood. But it's all sad. They're all gone. I mean, you know, I feel like, oh, like you want to, it's just, he should be here today, you know, like Ed mm-hmm. Wood, he should be here today. Mm-hmm. You know, people shouldn't die. You know, they, they should be alive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sad, you know, the, you know, friends are dying, you know, uh, you know, people dying, you know. People mm-hmm. should live, you know, enjoy, you know. And these people enjoyed life, you know, enjoyed entertain, enter, doing entertaining, you know, mm-hmm. in the public, you know, and putting pictures out, you know. It's, it's, it's very nice, you know, it's nice, very nice. At least they have something uh, left behind for everybody to remember them by. I'm sorry, repeat that. I said, at least they have something, you know, uh, like Ed Wood has all his films now, and with DVD and everything, uh, people yeah. will go on to know you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's great, that's beautiful, yeah. That's why I love Ted Turner. You know, mm-hmm. he, he plays all the all the uh, old films. That's all I watch when I've been home. Uh, Ted Turner, I uh, forget everything else, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love all those. Uh, James Cagney, Humphrey Bogart, uh, uh, Claude Rains. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big and Soup, you know. And a lot of the early pictures from the 30s are great, you know. Good stuff, really good stuff. Barbara Sandwich, yeah. Lee Davis. Uh, one of our fans here, uh, Rick, you want to know if uh, the amazing Criswell ever gave you any predictions? Criswell? Yeah. He gave, uh, did he ever give, did he ever, yeah. About me? Mm-hmm. Yes. I would probably have to tell him. <laughs> 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 That's pretty much a theme, I guess. You had to pay everybody. You sound like That's a fortune Nobody's teller. working for free. You sound like a fortune teller. <laughs> well, he's always mm-hmm. making his predictions, you know. Mm-hmm. Like must be, he must have been a gypsy. <laughs> yeah, Criswell, yeah. Good old Chris. Yeah, he, yeah, was, on the, he was on that. Uh, yeah, I've got no Chris here now. And Chris recently, Paul Marco died. Mm-hmm. The guy that they called Kelsey in the movie. He mm-hmm. just died about a couple of months ago. Oh, that's bad. Uh, do you have a question, John? Let's see. Uh, Moscow oh, Mahler from our message board. Hey, John, what, John, what, John, what do you want, John? Oh, uh, this guy from our message board. He has a question. A message? You mean somebody's already, uh, we're getting people already, audience? <laughs> wow. Yeah, they're typing yeah, in questions from all over. I want to know. <laughs> oh, boy. Really wanna, what they want to know? He wanted to know if if Edward was still with us today, uh, what actors do you think you'd work with? What actors? Mm-hmm. Well, Conrad Brooks for sure. Better <laughs> <laughs> right. believe it. He's got the leading man right there. There you go. I'm still around. I'm still doing films. Mm-hmm. So if they want me. I'm always available. That's great. I'm glad that people. Boy, these people know 
hey, you, you've got a good audience, man. They appreciate you. That's good. You guys got to keep doing this. You guys are going to, you guys are on top of the world now. Stay <laughs> there, man. Don't give it up, man. Keep going. Keep plugging away, man. <laughs> you know, speaking of movies, well, let everybody know that, you know, if they're interested in uh, buying either VHS or DVDs, yeah, they uh, they, fight to me, and uh, I guess we know. Can we can we specify the address now, or are you going to do that later? No, you do it right now. If you want, it's uh, Conrad Brooks, and I'll also put this right on the website. So if you don't catch yes. it here, you can you can write it down from the website. And it's yes. uh, P.O. Box 264. 264, and uh, right. And it's Inwood, all one word. And not Edwood now. <laughs> right, it, right, not Edwood, Inwood. Inwood, right. Not Edwood. Okay. And it's uh, yeah. West Virginia, right? WV, and it's uh, right. two five four two eight. Yeah, two fifty four twenty eight, right? Right. I repeat, yeah. Conrad Brooks, PO Box two sixty four, Inwood, I N W O O D, West Virginia, zip code two fifty four twenty eight. If they have any problem, they can write to you and get that information. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to be around for a long time. Yeah, oh, so. Hey, yeah, that, that was, if they that do was write a good to promo. me, if they do write to me, uh, you know, it's good to state your phone number on there because you, uh, put your phone number on there when you write to me, and uh, best time to call you, I'll promise to give your kids a call. Oh, cool. And chat with you, whatever you want to know about Hollywood, mm-hmm. and uh, what I don't know, they can tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, do you have a website, Connor? They probably know more about Hollywood than me. <laughs> and I had to suffer through it. <laughs> well, they could tell you some of their own stories. That's true. Yeah, and uh, from you, they can get Jan Gal, Beast from the East. Jan oh, Gal, right. uh, uh, yeah, I've been uh, acting in Hollywood, and I did uh, Bowery Boys, and I did with Glenn Brenda, Edward Plan 9. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Beast of Yucca Flats, and uh, those are some of the big ones, you know, biggies, you know. And of course, I, I worked for Don Jackson. I did uh, Baby Ghost and Roller Gator, and uh, and uh, that's the rest I do for Don. He's uh, quite a few there. I can't think right at the moment. You know. <laughs> I wasn't ready for all of this. Was exciting to be on the show, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just, it, it's good because that gives me a chance to start reminiscing about the good old days, you know. Yeah. And uh, I mean, always love to hear that. Days are always good, you know. But mm-hmm. when you go back, you know, I mean, it's good. You know, it's, it's good for the mind, you know. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, well, today's good too, Conrad. You know, as long as oh, yeah, the feet yeah, yeah, hit yeah, the I'm ground, good. you know, it's good. Uh, I'm sorry. Repeat that again. I'm sorry. Oh, I said when you wake up and your feet hit the ground, it's always a good day. Oh yeah, yeah. That oh, that's right. I'm alive, yeah. right? Yep, absolutely. That <laughs> guy said it's alive. <laughs> well, it's classic one. Fingers are moving now. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, very good. Uh, another fan of uh, Bob. He wanted to know um, uh, what he remembers about working with director Coleman Francis. Coleman, he's the one that did the Beast of Yucca Flats, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I worked with Coleman. I, when I, I, actually, I didn't know Coleman too well at the time. Uh, he, he started this film, uh, The Beast of Yucca Flats, and he shot it, uh, there was no, they shot with sound, without a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the sound was dubbed in later, you know. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know Coleman, really. Uh, but Cardoza, who I got to know very well. 
Uh, I know I know Tony for that many years, you know. So Tony said, I'd like for you to be in the picture, you know. And I said, okay, I'll do it, you know. It's a day's work, you know. And But Coleman, really, Francis didn't want me to uh, appear in the picture. He had somebody else in mind. But Tony was the, like the executive producer, you know. So he the one insisted that I be in the movie, you know. And so, good to uh, you know, he's, he's putting up some of the money. So uh, that's how I got into the film. But it was weird that 35 years later, later on, 35 years later on, uh, Tony used me in another movie, which was called Mystic Patrol. Oh, more like when the... Yeah, about 40 years later, uh, oh. I run into Tony, and um, I haven't seen Tony for a good many years, and he said, where the hell you been, kid? That's where I've been. <laughs> Nowhere. And I think I'm still here, you know. <laughs> and he said, dude, I'll be doing a film, and which was called Mystic Patrol, and I'm starring in it. It was, in a, theat- it was a theater release, or a theatrical release. And I was starring with uh, Vernon Wells, the man that worked in uh, Mad Max and Road Warrior. Really mm-hmm. a good actor. That guy's that guy's terrific. And uh, and I got a chance to work with Vernon Wells. And um, it was a good movie, a very good movie, it was a two-hour film. And of course, that's uh, for sale as well, you know. But it's a good. It's a way movie should be. It's a more physical comedy. Instead of jokes, you know, because, you know, jokes, you hear a joke, and it's gone, you know, it's, it's gone, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, you remember so many jokes, you know. But this is physical stuff, so a lot of good stuff in it, a lot of action, a lot of, you know, and that, that's, it's good movement, you know. It's, uh, mm-hmm. keeps, keeps, keeps you on the edge of your seat all the time. And, and other good actors in it, too, but, I, uh, you know, I, I'll be here all day if I keep telling you all their names, you know. <laughs> And um, Hope, Hope Kelly. You have a girl named Hope Kelly, very sweet girl. I understand she lives in Texas. And um, and uh, David Fontes is in the guy from Mexico. He's a good actor. Well, a bunch of good actors, you know. This is what makes good, uh, good movies, you know, good actors, good characters, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Looking back on all the films you did with uh, Ed Wood, which ones yeah. were, which one do you remember the fondest? Oh, those got to be the first one, Glenn O'Brien. Yeah, uh-huh. that because my brother Henry's in it, so am I. That was the first picture with Ed Wood, you know, and so um, uh, that 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 really is. Uh, it's a good movie too, you know. It's, just, mm-hmm. uh, it's a popular little movie, you know, Glenn O'Brien. And, uh, and Ed's in it, besides Ed Wood's in it, and right. Bosteith, and Lyle Talbot, and Tim Spurl. They're nice, I like Tim. Tim mm-hmm. Spurl's a nice guy, I like him. And, um, uh, there's a small cast, you know. And, you know, I was the, uh, uh, I'm the guy that tried to like the cigarette for Ed Wood, you know. <laughs> right, yeah. And with the drag, and there's a scene of a, Gay guy tries to pick up on me, you know, mm-hmm. and then I'm also on the on the kilt and turtleneck sweater, you know. I think Tony Curtis picked up on that later on. He used to pull down the turtleneck sweater. You got that from Conrad. Yeah, they were imitating Conrad Brooks, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how much Was time that? we got, man? How, how much more time we got? Oh, well, we can wrap up here if you want. I wish we'd go on forever, man. 
<laughs> you don't want to keep you up too late? We can always bring it back. Oh, all right. Right. I'll have another martini. <laughs> we'll do a part two on Conrad. Yeah, we'll bring it back and we'll talk about uh, all your new films. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, like I said, we talked about Hollywood. And, yeah, I look forward to it. We'll, we'll do this very soon again. You'll get back to me. You'll let me know. Yeah. But if you need me, I'm always here, you know. Okay. And we really appreciate you coming on tonight. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, well, listen, it was a lot of fun for me and, and, and with you gentlemen, you know. It was the first time I ever had three guys interview me. <laughs> and I, and I, I must be getting popular. Well, thanks to you, man, for doing this, you know. That, that's what keeps us going. It wasn't for people like you guys, uh, Neil and your friends. You know, shit, this would be forgotten, you know. It's like Ted Turner, he keeps rolling out these oh, these pictures, you know, from the past. You know, Garbo and uh, John Barrymore, you know, that's great. You know, I think that's, that, to me, that's, uh, it's, it's great. It's wonderful, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, that's great. Well, you made my day. You <laughs> uh, made ours. We really appreciate you coming on, man. Well, thank you very much, and, oh, my friends, and and uh, uh, and, and, and I'll say uh, to your fans, thanks for listening, and uh, and uh, like I said, I hope to hear from if he's you know write me a letter. Like I said, you got that long yeah. information. If you lose it, they can always get it from you again. Right. And and, and if you do write, send me your phone number, mm -hmm. and uh, I'll be glad to call you. Just give me a certain time. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we keep you keep, keep, keep me out of trouble. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. I was just saying. Yeah. Go on. I just said tell everybody too. I mentioned that you heard them here on without your head. If they uh, write to you. Sorry. I was just say anybody who writes to you, uh, make sure that they mention that they heard you on here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Why they better? <laughs> I want to check out your audience, you know, because they're, they're good, man. They're up this hour listening. they got to be good people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, at least they're not in the bar getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping the nose clean. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So, I, I, I guess that's it. I can say goodnight to everybody. Yeah. Good night, Conrad. I'd rather, I'd rather <laughs> not. <laughs> Neil, check with me. Give me a call tomorrow night, Neil. All right, we'll do. Oh, this is Betsy Palmer, and I'm not sorry that I lost my head. It's been worth every moment of it.
Alright, we're back. Welcome back to Without Your Head. This is Neil, along with... John. And... Troy. And special thanks to Conrad Brooks. And uh, we'll put up the um, his uh, his address up on the website at mm-hmm. withoutyourhead.com. And uh, I want everybody to write to him. He buys uh, DVDs from him. Or at least write to him and tell him you, you know, heard him on the show. And, and make sure you include your home phone number so he can give you a call. Mm-hmm. I'd be cool having Conrad like give you like a wake-up call. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd like that. <laughs> well, a wake-up call. Uh, <laughs> <invite>. <laughs> hey, Conrad, if you ain't doing nothing around, you know, say 8 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Can you call me and remind me i got a dentist in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one, now. You don't think he'd go for that? <laughs> nah, I don't think so. Well, maybe if you start paying him, he probably might do it. Yeah. Hey, if you paid Conrad, he'd do it for you. Ah, I think so. You know, um, so it's like a little some horror uh, news here at the end of the show. Um, I, I read that they're remaking Children of the Corn. Really? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that, that's not good. That's not good at all. <laughs> so it's like seven sequels, and now they see fit to remake the first one finally. And it's like, that's like one of the few films I really never liked, Miss Stephen King. Mm-hmm. I could do like the first one, but um, like all the sequels are pretty bad. I don't understand. I mean, I don't even think it's like the, the, this fantastic movie or anything, but I do it with the original. And if there was like ever a movie that you thought, well, I don't know if they can make a sequel to that. Yeah. Oh, no, I know. I know. <laughs> it's got to be wow. uh, Children of the Corn. Yeah. yeah, I don't really get that one. That's, that's a very <laughs> odd one. I mean... Because there's still so many King-like stories that they've never turned into a movie. Mm-hmm. Now, why remake that one? Well, we'll be taking people's calls. Can you give out the number there, Neil? It's uh, 508-644-8503. Well, we got so do, not, do not use an unknown number. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know your number. We're going to call yeah. you back and we might give you a wake-up call as well. But uh, that's right. You got any uh, questions from the mailbag there, or the uh, yeah, what did you call uh, it? Yeah, I, the mail crypt, the Q and A, the Q and A casket, the Q and A casket. Oh, okay. Man, maybe we can take a few of those because he always wants to change a name over it. On it, yeah, you got It's got, it's gonna be something lively. You know what I'm <laughs> hmm. All right. Just uh, talk about yourself here for a second. I'll pull well, up the uh, Uncle Bumble tried to tried to call in, but he was a little early. Yeah, you know something I did see. Uh, Creepshow Three is coming out on. Um, is coming out on DVD. I think it's being put directly to DVD. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't bode well. No. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Wasn't it supposed to be like a remake of the first one? But they were like changing the stories or something. Oh, yeah, it was like yeah, like it's not a sequel, it's a remake. Oh, but yet it's uh, it's it's all new stuff. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. Wouldn't that make it a sequel? Yeah, I know they should have just grabbed like three or four like you know other short stories and turned them in. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't get that. They could have done that with that TV series that they had last year, you know, where they had like eight episodes. They could have turned that into something like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. What do you think about all these, uh, like, horror-related uh, reality shows, such as, like, uh, you know, like Taps and um, 
All these other, like, you know, and then MTV, they had that one where it's like... It's fear, right? Fear or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to love that one where they they bring the people to, like, a haunted area and then they'd have the cameras on them. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I really enjoyed that just because, of, like, the people get so spooked out. Oh, the casket is this. Finally open. I finally found the skeleton key to open the casket. Now, your question here from Golgo13. Uh, uh, which horror movie would you like to be seen made into a TV series that hasn't been already? Ooh. Into, like, a series. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a tough one. I don't know. Hmm. Perhaps, like, uh... Let's see. <laughs> Does anybody else have an answer? All right, I'm trying to think of like a good. Um, maybe uh, maybe you could do a creep show into a series. Yeah, yeah. That's because then you would. It's hard to make a series out of out of a movie and like keep with the actual theme. Mm-hmm. I think if you did something like that, then you could you could just keep doing the, um, you know, different short stories that that wouldn't have to tie into. Uh, you wouldn't have to keep reusing the same uh, the same character over and over. Yeah, that's probably a better idea because I can't really come up with one. I, you know, because once you've, you've seen the character in a movie, I don't think you'd want to see him on a weekly series. That would yeah. be, be kind of difficult. Like, I was kind of amazed whenever they came out with the, the Dead Zone. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, how are they really going to pull off a series on that? But it was a pretty successful series, though, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's still on it. Yeah, yeah, I think it, it is. Didn't, didn't that guy go crazy or something? Anthony uh, Michael, what's yeah, Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always get him and the guy that played the Predator confused, so I didn't want to make a mistake. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I, I heard like but he was something happened a few years ago or something. I don't know. He was one of the Brad Pack kids. I think they all went nuts. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Um, Head Cheese wants to know what movie had the best promos but was the biggest disappointment. Oh, jeez. That's a pretty good one. I have to yeah, it is see. I'd say, like, oh, man, what was that one? That was really... I was pretty disappointed. Like, I, I saw, like, the, the, the trailers for Halloween 6. And I remember watching that thinking, oh, this is just going to be great because I was probably so wrapped up into the series at the time. And then it came out, and I was like, I was like, I didn't really understand that movie. <laughs> and then, so I, I don't think I was like legitimately pissed at the time, but like I just kind of went away thinking, did I like that movie or not? And it's like because I wanted to like it. You're just scratching your head. <laughs> but Halloween Six has a special place in my heart. I've seen the producer's cut, or what? The so-called what? What is the producer's cut? And, uh, it's it's interesting. <laughs> I'll give it that. You know, I noticed they uh, forgot that one and just skipped through, like did like part three all over again with H two O. Yeah, that's it. You know, just forget that one. <laughs> I think maybe Willard. I, I the remake of Willard. Uh huh. I when, when I saw the ads for that one, I was all excited. I, you know, I was like, "Oh man, you know, this is this is going to be good stuff," you know, and it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Santa Walker here. He said he brings up Spawn. He thought it looked great. He thought it was like, 
actually kind of like Spawn, I think, because most people hate it. Mm-hmm. But probably any of those, like, newer, like, ghost movie movies, it was, like, kind of cool in the ads, but they're always really dull and boring. I can't really think, because they kind of all run together to me now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the others, I thought that movie was really bad. Oh, yeah, that, that one that one was a huge disappointment. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I had somebody who was uh, recommending that film to me pretty highly, but I've, I've still yet to take him up on his recommendation. <laughs> that's, that's how long I've been at uh, hating newer movies. That's how long it, I've been. It's been a long, hard road for me, fellas. <laughs> it's just like I don't know. Uh, I'll have I'll have to have to change my ways. <laughs> I think recently it's that Slither movie. What was it called? Squirm? No. What was Slither? Slither. Was it Slither? Yeah. yeah. Slither. That one I thought looked cool from the ads, and then I didn't like that either. Yeah, I, I agree with that one. I, I was looking forward to seeing that, and I, yeah. I, was, I didn't like that movie at all. Now, what about you, Caller? Who are you, and, and what movie would uh, would you uh, choose? Uh, this is Nornrad. Choose for what? Turn into a series? No, th- uh, we were on to the next one. It was uh, what had, like, the best promo for a movie, but was, like, the biggest disappointment. Oh. Uh... uh. Grimums 2? Actually, Grimums 2 is quite awesome. So. I don't remember the promo for that, though. I think, yeah, I think the promo that. didn't build me up at all. And then, like, I watched it on HBO, and I was like, that movie was freaking fantastic. <laughs> that was just the opposite, then. <laughs> just the opposite. I think, I think maybe, um, I mean, oh, man, it's so hard to choose. There's so many that yeah. point. Uh... <laughs> I mean, at least recently, fever. it's probably Slither. Yeah. Uh, Cabin Fever, yeah. That was, I agree with that. Oh. Right after all the hype, and then I was really disappointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Gibbering, also look good from the end. Uh, Gibbering Mouth there, he says, uh, what movie, this is a little opposite from what we normally talk about here, but what movie deserves a remake or a sequel that has not? Ooh. I think, mm. I think you read that one before. Or have you? I don't know. He might have. <laughs> that I'd like to see, like, uh, remade, but they don't really fall in the horror category. Mm-hmm. We might have actually asked this one. I'd say, like, uh, Harry and the Hendersons, but, like, uh, <laughs> but more gruesome. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I don't want him to be so friendly this time around. I'm just going to <laughs> maim and destroy. We gotta make a Harry and the Hendersons remake, only make it dark. They kill the kids and eat them. And then make a Harry TV Anderson. series off of that. <laughs> Which they did have a Harry and Anderson TV series, but I want it to be dark this time. <laughs> that, that was a great TV show. It was, it was. Uh, Head Cheese also asked, he said, is there such a thing as being too gratuitous of violence? Yeah. It gets silly after a while, I think. I think well, you know, you just beat it into the ground. <laughs> when you kill a turtle in your movie, and then you're just like, I'm the next Hitchcock, I think you need to. <laughs> I think yeah. you need to readjust and maybe get some, uh, get some uh, rehab or something. <laughs> some mental rehabilitation. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, pursue it again. But, you know, don't kill turtles the next time. Don't kill anything. <laughs> Uh, Jack, well, sorry, go on. That's half the yard of it, well, you know, not it's, hurting. It's a movie, you don't really have to kill anything. Right, you know? right, exactly. The whole the magic of, of, of the, the movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Uh, Jack White, he wants to know, do, do we enjoy seeing torture in movies? No. Torture turns me on most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into that. That's why I avoid, like, uh, audition and stuff like that. Yeah, like Hostel and um, there's a new one there. There's a lot of movies now. It's like it's like real big to torture people. Hmm. Yeah. Only if it means something, but not as a plot for a film. <laughs> I don't care for that. I mean, anybody who listens to this show, they know that I just like a good, a good, nice killing. Yeah. <laughs> I just no, like yeah. I just like it quick. I like to, I like to go ooh. Like, the, one of the best scenes ever is in uh, Twitch of the Daphner, one of my favorite killings ever. And it's so quick, but it's just, I don't know, it leaves just the greatest impression on you. So at the very beginning, when the lady's in the wheelchair, if anybody wants to check that out. Okay. The only person that tortures people that I'm down with is Jack Power. For <laughs> <laughs> the okay. country. Hmm. <laughs> Um, old school wants to know if we're afraid of spiders or snakes. Oh, I'm I'm pretty scared of spiders normally. Like love it. love snakes, hate spiders. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I hate snakes. I don't think I'd be fond of snakes either. <laughs> but I don't come in contact with them too often, so definitely. I used spiders. to have a ball python. And I kill snakes all the time. Part of my job. So. Maybe that'll be the sequel. Be spiders on the plane. All right, all right. Now, that would spook me out. I want it to be like Python on the plane. Like, you know, those... <laughs> like the, Monty Python? No, 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 no. The, the the movies that went straight to video, the Python series. Oh, okay. Uh, well, remember they had like Python versus Cobra or something. I think they showed that on the sci-fi channel. And then put that on the plane. Yeah. That, that's what we need, too, like 50-foot snakes on a plane. Um... Let's see, uh, Ryan here, he wants to know, if you open the Necronomicon mm-hmm. and solve uh, the Cenobite puzzle box in the same room at the same time, then run out of the room, what will happen? <laughs> I don't think you get to the door. <laughs> the, the great Cthulhu would take care of anything coming out of, like, you know, the, the little puzzle box thing. Yeah, that's true. And just squash them like bugs. I'm sure Zul would appear and no. Ask you to uh, <laughs> request the traveler and um, and the gatekeeper. Yeah, and, and the gatekeeper and the key master. <laughs> we'll be unleashed to. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, could you make a Frankenstein monster out of body parts from non-human humanoids, such as vampires or werewolves? I think you could, and then they would start using guns, and it would be uh, Underworld 3. <laughs> Underworld 3. Yeah, man. I like those movies. <laughs> I, I accidentally caught one one day on TV, and I had no idea what the hell I was watching. I thought it was like, you know, the Blade TV series or something. Uh-huh. And I got kind of watching it, and I was like, the hell is this? It's atrocious. <laughs> the Blade TV series, that one lasted pretty long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it made a month. I think so. Did you ever catch, like, the Friday 13th TV series? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yep. Was it any good? Like, it it had nothing bad. to do with Friday 13th. No. It was yeah, just about, like, uh, yeah, it was about, like, antiques. 
Really? I liked it more than the um, Nightmare on Elm Street series. <laughs> now Nightmare on Elm Street, dude. They had Freddy in it every now and then. <laughs> I didn't care for it. Oh, I man. There were some, the some classic scenes in the Nightmare on Elm Street series. <laughs> <laughs> the 513th one, I mean, it could almost be like the Needful Things TV series. Oh yeah, yep. You know, it's about the Gizmo and yeah. tell you about it. Yeah, it was probably a good show. I just, I actually think the Friday Thirteenth name uh, hurt it. Just people yeah. were expecting to see uh, Jason. Yeah, I, I thought it was kind of actually a little bit like the old Night Gallery series, mm-hmm. which I loved. I'm, I mark out for Night Gallery. Like yeah, I think uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street series hurt the Freddy Krueger character though with the. Really bad television makeup job. Well, real quick. Well, when when did they kick in the series? I mean, you got to think about what sequel it was on by then. <laughs> right, it's probably pretty much over for it by well, then. <laughs> was it in like? Uh, <laughs> it didn't help. That's what I should say. It had to have been within like maybe around three or four. I'd I don't say. remember ever watching that. I think it was up around five or six. Was it around five or six really? It okay, five. Five, five was pretty bad. In my what was it, like the late 80s, early 90s? Yeah. Yeah. you think any of those guys will ever make to, to like, a, a cereal or, like, a lunchbox? You know, like, it'll come a day where they're almost like a cartoon character. It's kind of like you'll see a Frankenstein monster. You know, it's like a cartoon on a T-shirt. you think someday, like, you'll see a Leatherface uh, cereal, and he'll be have, like, a big smiley face on him? <laughs> now, I remember a Ghostbuster cereal was one of my favorite back in the day. That ruled. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder when I they're going to for some of that now. <laughs> I wonder when they're going to bring it. It, it was Ghostbusters, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Didn't they I have it? Yeah. They made the little ghost and stuff. Oh, yeah, they had the ectoplasm marshmallows and stuff. It ruled. Man, where is the Ghostbusters cereal, people? I know. I, I, I kind of like Neil's idea, though, you know? We'll have, like, a, a Freddy Krueger cereal. Yeah, just have a big smile. He'll be like, you know... You'll find, like, uh, purple uh, bladed glove uh, marshmallows in it. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be good stuff. Perhaps had, like, some sedatives in it, just for the fun. Yeah. Oh, oh that's a good idea. Uh, here's a good one for Big Reddish. What's the best idea for killing a movie monster? That they used, or? Yeah. Like an original? Oh, okay. I would assume, but the, either way, I guess. I guess, you know, kind of like the snake through the heart. Do you like that? Or do you like... Hmm. I always thought it was really cool when they froze the blob. I thought that was just bitching. Mm-hmm. I, I just love that. Hmm. I always liked when uh, Frankenstein fell into, like, the sulfur pit. Ah, that, that's what, like, in um, Son, of, Son of Frankenstein? Yeah. Hmm. It was like an old-fashioned burning... Just burn them alive. <laughs> Everybody just gets blowed up now. Uh, Robo here in the chat room. I like explosions, clouds, <laughs> smoke. Well, John could go for like you know, like when, when the Frankenstein monster's on the windmill, you know, and they burn him up. <laughs> the uh, uh, Robo here in the chat room also brought. He brought up a movie which reminds me of probably my worst, my uh, least favorite death in a movie. That was Sleepwalkers. That's when the guy, when someone was killed with like an ear of corn, I believe, yep. on the back. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that that movie, like, though, if if they would have spent like 
put another half an hour into explain some shit up, they could have probably had a good movie. Oh man, I was re- I always really hated that movie. I remember. Yeah. Why, man? Incestuous cat people. What's to explain? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Wasn't the new Kill by Cats in that one? What's the movie where the cat jumps on the guy's throat? Oh God, that's um, um, that? on the dark side of the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's bad stuff, man. Mm-hmm. I was almost thinking that was a uh, Two Evil Eyes, but I could be wrong. I can't remember. Oh. Well, it's the one where um, the old man from Princey's Honor, he hires um. William Hickey. Oh, that is that his name? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He he hires the hitman to kill his cat because his cat is like, and it's a, it's a great like like setup for the story. Mm-hmm. But like the payoff is just so lame. Uh, Jojo Beans, he wants to know what actor or person would you like to see cast as a teen who gets killed in a horror movie, and how would you kill them? Ooh. I think I'd go with Christopher Lee. Hmm, you uh, want you'd want to see Christopher Lee get killed off? Well, in, in, but as a teen, right? Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, I, I oh, so you want to see him cast as a teen? Yeah. Ah, that'd be creative casting. That, I think that would be good. <laughs> hmm. uh, maybe oh. Johnny Fairplay? <laughs> oh, but they'd kill him off in real life? <laughs> I, think that, I think that's what he's getting at. Oh, okay. Like, oh, what, what, who I got a long list. Who's killed on TV, basically? I, I got a long list. <laughs> I think uh, I would go with... Uh, Mike Mazanin, <laughs> and I would have uh, have him shoved down on a bicycle without a pedal. <laughs> John, um, like uh, Michael Jackson in like a bed a bed of spikes, <laughs> just to see if he'd get back up and say, "Why did you do that?" <laughs> Hmm. Um, is it better for a monster to be big, human size, or small? Mm, human size, I think. You can, you can, you have more options that way. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree with the Troy. It's like, it's like when something's like so like massive. It's just like it's more like a sci-fi kind of thing. Yeah, you can't sneak up on anything, you know. <laughs> I think human size is most practical, but I will say that uh, all the movies about dolls, yeah, creeps, they oh, yeah. All creeps. yeah, oh, until until the doll does some sort of action, and then it gets stupid. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> right, it's just sitting there, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. this, this, that new movie, Dead Silence, with the ventriloquist. That looks pretty spooky. Yeah, I'd like to see that actually. Yeah. <laughs> Although I think I think the um remember the um the doll in the old Richard Matheson story, where I forget who it is. I don't is it Karen Black, and she throws it in the oven at the end, and then like it it like goes into her the spirit of a hmm. the evil like voodoo doll. I'm not really sure. I uh, it, it was from like. Tales of Terror, Trilogy of Terror, the made-for-TV thing. Hmm. 
I know Nightmares and uh, Dreamscapes, uh, the uh, the first one, it had actually no dialogue. It was really well done when uh, when the guys had the, the big oh, battle the with all the army men. Yeah, yeah. I thought you, that was really good. And uh, I guess we're going to wrap it up. Well, thank everybody for joining us here with Thought Your Head. Mm-hmm. It always flies by with me. Yeah, thanks to Conrad uh, Brooks. Uh, everybody uh, write me some new questions. Write us new questions for the Q&A casket. We'll get to them next time. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add? Uh, I think that's about it. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening, and uh, thanks for all the call-ins. Yeah. And, uh, thank you, Morris. And I think a couple weeks ago we did something that was really popular. What's that? What are you guys doing there? I don't know. Oh, that's how we're going to wrap up the show. Oh, it was like ear pressure. Yeah. I just heard him doing it. Oh. Oh. It was really popular when we ended the show with the big laugh. He said, you know, it'll make you feel good. No, I'm going to end it with, a, with me crying.